0: What's going on, Washington Wizards fans? Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. This is your host, Ed Oliver, DC Sports YouTuber. You can follow me on Twitter at EDT, triple double T. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent to you. Um, so a lot to get into. This is probably the most off seasony type offseason season video here, or episode here. Um, we had the schedule come out on Friday. Uh, we had some 2K ratings come out on Friday as well. And um, the Washington Wizards made some roster moves. Um, not the biggest moves in the world, in the world, but um, definitely important moves that I think you shouldn't sleep on. And I know a lot of people are going to sleep on these moves, but uh, I want to go over the roster moves first that the Wizards made over the weekend, and then we'll get into the schedule talk. Um, you know favorable matchups or stretches you know home and road of course we we'll are talk about national tv games uh, of course a lot of fans we care about when our team is on ESPN or TNT you know we get to hear Chuck and Shaq talk about the team or um, sometimes we don't want to hear Stan Van what's his name Jeff Van Gundy and Mark Jackson mama there goes that man uh, whoever you like to listen to honestly national tv games I I usually listen to the the local broadcast. I don't care if we're on ESPN, TNT, ABC or whatever. I usually just listen to the to the local guys. Even even when when we played the Sixers in the playoffs, each game I basically listened to the local broadcast. Uh, I did listen to TNT from time to time. I would flip back and forth, but for the majority, like ninety ninety five percent of the time, I honestly listened to the local guys, Drew Gooden and Justin Kutcher. And uh, back in the day, well, not back in the day, a couple of years ago. It would, it would have been Steve Buckants and uh, Phil Chenier Dagger. So I, I'd rather listen to the local broadcast. I'm just – that's just how I am. I like listening to local guys rather than the national TV guys. Um, so we'll go over some of the national TV games. If you didn't know, we, uh, we have two national TV games. And um, I was kind of bored. I looked up some research. Uh, of course, last year we all know we didn't have any national TV games until the second half of the year until we went on our tear – we won, what, nine, eight games in a row. And then we started to get some, you know, national TV recognition. We went – we played against the Lakers, and Rui Hachimura baptized, dunked on uh, Anthony Davis. And I almost broke Anthony Davis's nose. I remember that game. That was a great – great. That was, we, we beat the Lakers by, like, 20-some points. We were on national TV for the Hawks game as well. And I want to say the Pacers game was nationally televised. No, one of, one of the games where Bradley Bill was, was kind of – he was limping. And I remember Shaq and Chuck Chuck making fun of him because offensively they were like, "Oh, Bradley Bill's doing all this on offense, but on defense he's limping and he, he actually like he can't walk or whatever." Uh, so I I think that was that might have been the Hornets, um. But yeah, it, it, correct me if I'm wrong. You can mention me on Twitter or whatever or, or, or on social media. But I, I know you guys know what game I'm talking about in the regular season. It was Right before the playing game, uh, where Bradley Bill we, we were debating on is he should he come back or should he not or. Should he just sit out and rest? But we, we really needed to win just to make the play and just to make the eighth seed at the time. But, yeah, um, I did some research. when after The season after John Wall hit the shot where we lost to Boston, where he hit the, the game winner in game six, we had 18 nationally televised games. That was the 2017-2018 season. Because the 2016-17 season, that's when we went uh, six games against the Boston Celtics and lost. And then the year after we lost to the Raptors and we had the eighth seed. Uh, We still had the Death Row DC roster, and we had 18 nationally televised games. That's a lot of nationally televised games, especially looking now. We only have two nationally televised games. But yeah, let's let's get to. I'm sorry. Let let me get to the roster moves real quick. I just got caught up on the schedule because you know I I love when the schedule comes out. It's the same thing for football. I love dissecting schedules and going over nationally televised games, where the game is located, the times, and different things like that. Different advantages we have. So, uh, but yeah, let's get to the roster moves really quickly here. Not big, big name, big time moves, but. Uh, this is from Fred Katz. He says the Washington Wizards have signed center Jamie Echenique to an exhibit 10 contract. That's the guy who played uh, really well in the summer league. Um, I was very impressed with his play. I thought he played really, really well. He was a good big man. He finished around the rim. Uh, he had his soft touch around the rim. He had a good jump shot as well. Blocked shots. He blocked the shot off and um, in, in the Bucks game and then threw the ball off some guy's head. That was a great heads up play. No, no pun intended. And, um, he played well. He went to Wichita State from 2018 to 2020. I never heard of him before, and I love college basketball. You know, of course, Fred VanVleet went to Wichita State and some other guys. And uh, uh, the guy we had on the Wizards a couple years ago, Ron Burgundy. Ron, I forgot his name, but, yeah, we signed him uh, for a couple of, a couple of games. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I just never seen what James Etuniquet play, and he, he thoroughly impressed me in the I thought he, at, at times he was the best player on the roster for sure. Um, we also did sign Jordan Goodwin to an exe- Exhibit 10 contract, and we did sign uh, Jay Huff, uh, the big man from Virginia, the guy who was seven one, who uh, had a couple of dunks in the first game, and then had a dunk in the last game where we got blown out versus the Pacers. Um, Jordan Goodwin did lead the team in steals with three-and-a-half steals. That's a high number in four games. Uh, he, had, he had a lot of steals. He played really well defensively. He, in the, uh, he was on the podcast. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, when he did his workout for the Washington Wizards, uh, yeah, like he he averaged three and a half steals per game in the summer league. That's that's three point two steals per game. That's really good. Led led the team in steals. Uh, Jay Huff led the team in blocks with two blocks per game in summer league play. And uh, Eshiniquea had seven and a half points per game. Uh, was the fourth guy. And then we signed Cassius Winston to a two way contract. Uh, the guy out of Michigan State, the young point guard who was. Uh, kind of like the Cameron Payne of the team when Russell Westbrook would come through the starting five and they would, you know, jump in the air and Cassius Winston would fall down kind of like a little brother uh, in that way. And we really missed Cassius Winston. We were hyping up Cassius Winston. Like we really need a point guard to pass the ball to Corey Kisper really, really badly. And uh, we, we miss Cassius Winston. We really did. We definitely got to use him in the summer. League. I thought he would have been the best point guard on, on the roster by far. Um, so he did get a two-way contract. I do want to, Explain a little bit what what a two two way contract is for people who don't know, and um, an Exhibit Ten contract as well for people who don't know because I I, I just I just um, got a chance to read over um, the Exhibit Ten and the uh, two way contract as well. And um, but before we do get into that, uh, I do want to talk about Sweat Block. This episode is brought to you by Sweat Block. Um, it's doctor created and doctor recommended, man. If you have sweaty pits and you get uh, stains on your shirt, Sweat Block is the one to stop that from happening. I know it happens a lot. It's hot out here. It's ninety degrees today. It's gonna be ninety degrees tomorrow, and uh, the rest of the uh, rest of the week, really, in the DMV. Also, it's wedding season. You know, you're wearing a nice shirt to a wedding. You don't want to have sweat stains in, in your pit area, in, in your armpit area. Uh, so it works up for up to seven days per use dry shirt guarantee featured and tested on the Rachel ratio by Firefighters, fighters seller on Amazon for the past 10 years, over 13,000 reviews is man- manufactured in the USA. Um, it's your little secret of confidence. This is a must have for everyone's toiletry bag, whether it's a big presentation or a hot date, everyone can benefit. Sweatblock was featured on Rachel ratio once again, and uh, firefighters wear it as well. Check out this promo call promo code. Uh, for Sweatblock. If you or someone you love is dealing with this, you have to check out Sweatblock. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with promo code locked on or at Amazon and CVS. Uh, also, check out Bet Online. This episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Uh, football season is in full swing right now. I mean, you got the Washington football team. Um, just beat the Bengals, and uh, they play the Ravens on Saturday, so you can definitely bet on that one. Well, you can also bet on the WNBA if you want. Ele- Elena Della Don is back on the uh, Mystics. Uh, so, check out Bet Online. Bet, on, bet Online is the fastest, the easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sports experts. Promo code is locked on so let's quickly go over the uh meanings of the two-way contract and the exhibit ten contract and then we'll get more into the schedule here and um then we'll talk about um Bradley Bill and his two K rating and uh Kamaya Adams. We'll get into that too. The Bill family they don't play around on social media. Kamaya Adams she will go to bat for Bradley Bill. If she says if she sees something she doesn't like, she's gonna say something. So we're we're gonna get into that later. I know there's gonna be we're gonna see more of them. I do watch the vlogs like the Bill family vlogs is too as well. So um, I have gotten to see how the family is, which is pretty cool. Nothing nothing but love for Bradley Bill. He's a great player. So we'll get into the two K rating later, but let's I just I just want to go over the Exhibit 10 contract really quick. Basically it's a glorified uh summer league training camp uh contract here. Uh this is the exhibit 10 contract. So if a player is on an exhibit 10 contract with a particular team it would allow him to participate in that franchise's training camp. The team will control that player's G League rights, and he is eligible to get $50,000 if he manages to spend 60-plus days with the G League of affiliate, basically the Capital City Go-Go. Signing a basketball athlete to an exhibiting contract works out well for NBA teams who hold the option to cut them or include them in the roster if they play well. Uh, what else here? Uh, yeah, it gives the franchise the flexibility to convert it into a two-way deal, but the team has to ensure – that it happens before the commencement of the regular season. Exhibit 10 deals are usually non-guaranteed, which means the team can waive the player and get the cap hit off of their payroll. It's a it's a one-year minimum salary NBA contract. The deal has a particular Exhibit, exhibit 10 attached to it, and no bonuses come along with it. This attachment is included in the contract after both sides. team and the player have agreed to it. And then uh, we'll briefly go over the two-way contract. Garrison Matthews was, was on a two-way contract before. Um, the NBA has carried over some rules. So um this one the two-way contract uh basically they can play in the G League and on the uh, NBA roster so they they can they can interchange like Cassius Winston he he he'll probably play some games on the G League team and um rather than being limited to 45 days on a two-way contract this year with their with their NBA team's two-way players will be eligible to be active for up to 50 of their teams 82 regular season games. And instead of having their salaries determined by how many days they spend in the NBA, they will see they will receive flat salaries of four hundred sixty-two thousand and six hundred twenty-nine dollars, half of the rookie minimum. So that's a good deal. I mean, I, I, I would take four hundred sixty-two thousand dollars um in a heartbeat, honestly. So cash is doing good right now. All right, so let's get into the schedule. So I, I do want to talk about some stretches during the season. So let's Let's first start with the two national televised games. We do have some NBA TV games as well. Um but let's let's go over the um let's let's go over the uh national televised games and then we'll go um over some long home stretches and then some long away games like a wet, we have a couple west coast road, road trips. We always have those every year. And um I'll go over the what I think is the toughest part of the schedule. I don't really think there's an easiest part of the schedule, but we can go over the toughest part of the schedule. And um, some revenge games; those are always fun. Those are always fun. Actually, you know, let, let, let's let's start with the revenge games first. So I wrote these down. These are not the biggest names, but um, let's let's go over some of these familiar faces that we're going to see during the season. Uh, so, first, actually, no, I'm sorry. I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna do the um, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go over the nationally televised games. Those are gonna be really quick because we only have two. So, Washington Wizards will have two nationally televised games this season versus the Raptors. January 21st on ESPN and the Milwaukee Bucks February 1st on TNT. So the Raptors, they have Pascal, they have Scotty Barnes, Fred Van Vliet, um, OG Ananobi. Uh, they, they got some guys. They got Goran Dragic. He's on the roster at the moment. They traded away Kyle Lowry for Goran Dragic. Um, so they got, they got a couple guys. I think they're in the bottom half of the Eastern Conference, in my opinion, just like they were last year. And they, they played a lot of games. They basically played all their home games in Florida. This year they will be back in Toronto. Um, so we'll see how we do. I, I think that's a winnable game. It's at Toronto. We don't really do well at Toronto. We finally won in Toronto last year, but uh, we lost like five or six games in a row in Toronto. It's hard to win in there. Their crowd is very passionate. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. They could have a bad team, and their their fans will definitely will show out and, and be there. They love basketball in, in Canada for sure. Um, and then we play the Milwaukee Bucks on uh, February 1st on TNT. Uh, so we get to play against uh, Giannis, uh, um, Giannis and uh, Chris Middleton and Drew, Holli- Drew Holiday, the defending champs. Uh, Washington will also play a New Year's Day matchup against the Chicago Bulls at 7 p.m. and a Martin Luther King matchup versus the Philadelphia 76ers at 2 p.m. So New Year's Day. New Year's Day is on a Saturday, which is going to be crazy for a lot of people. Um, I know there's going to be getting people getting in a lot of trouble to be honest with you, uh, with new year's Eve being on a Friday night and the new year's D- day being on a Saturday. All I'm going to say is just be safe, be safe and sound on new year's day and new year's Eve. Um, and then MLK matchup versus Philly, uh, Ben Simmons, if he's still there, Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, basically the, um, rematch of the first round, uh, on 2 PM on MLK day. So, um, definitely we'll be locked in and watching all those games, of course. So that's fun to know. Um. All right, so let's let's get into the um, revenge games here really quick here. Um, so Saturday, November thirteenth, and we open up our first game of the season. We open up against I want to say Toronto. Yeah, we open up at Toronto. We open up at Toronto. So that, that that's going to be a tough matchup. It is going to be a tough matchup. Uh, but I, I, th- I really think it's, I think it's a winnable matchup. I'm not a big fan of their roster right now. They got they got guys that can't really shoot and space the floor, but they they got guys that are go getters, and they have Gary Trent Jr., who's really good too. He's a scorer, um, so they they got some guys that can score and get to the basket for sure. And uh, they're a well coached team, so I, I think we should split with them. I'm not going to do the Are we going to win this game, that game, and whatnot? But um, I, I like our matchup against Toronto. I think that's a, I think those are those, when we play them. Those are winnable games for sure. Um, so Saturday, November 13th. We play the Orlando Magic. They have Robin Lopez and they have Mo Wagner on that roster. Uh, so that should be a, uh, I guess, not really a revenge game, but just some familiar faces right there um, that we should get into. Um, we play the Hornets at home November 7th. So if you want to see Ish Smith come back to DC, you can see that game. Um, Wednesday, January 5th, is the John Wall game. Uh, so, you know, we, they did do the tribute, but of course no fans were in the stands. So we'll see if they do another tribute or if he's going to come out to the Dougie or whatever, they're not going to do that. But, um, and it was funny because when John Wall, when they did the tribute on the, on the Jumbotron, he, he didn't even look up and acknowledge it. I don't, you know, probably because of the bad blood, you know, the way that he left the organization, it is what it is. But, um, you know, this will be where the fans can cheer for John. I personally, I don't think he'll be on the Rockets. By January 5th, I, I got a feeling he's not even going to be on the team. He liked something on Twitter where he said he wanted to get traded or, or something like that. So, I, I don't even – it's not even set in stone that he's going to be on the Rockets on January 5th. Um, uh, Wednesday, November 3rd, yeah, the first the first game of the year, Isak Banga is on the Raptors. Uh, how could I forget that? So, he'll, he'll be coming back to D.C., so he'll be looking for some revenge. And then – Uh, We do play Troy Brown Jr. in the Bulls a couple of times this year. So January 1st is when he comes back to D.C. So if you want to see Troy Brown Jr. uh, come back to D.C., he plays at 7 p.m. on January 1st, New Year's Day, against the Chicago Bulls. Um, But, yeah, before we move on to some other parts of the schedule, some homestands, Uh, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Um, If you don't know much about cars, honestly, this is your place to go. They're a family-owned business, for example – they have good deals. Why choose to spend 30% to 50% or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or, or car dealership when you can go to Rock Auto? For example, a Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 but at from a chain store, but at Rock Auto it's $216. They have everything you can need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need RockAuto.com. All right. So let's get into, I got a couple more uh, revenge games here that I think are (laughs) slightly important. Of course, Russell Westbrook coming back to DC um, March 19th. That's a Saturday night game. Um, so, you know, Ted Leons has had some comments about Russ and, you know, Russ did break the record here in DC and he did make the playoffs and, you know, he had a good time here in DC. You know, he had a couple, a lot of triple doubles and, um, he played some good basketball, man. I was, I was thoroughly impressed with Russell Westbrook. I thought he played really, really well. And, um, you know, you see the energy and the grid. It was, it was great to see it on TV and get to see him, to watch him every day and, um, just see the energy and a future hall of famer play. But, Unfortunately, I didn't get to see him in person, but this will be your chance to really see him in a person. And then, of course, you know, all the Lakers that got traded to the to the Washington Wizards, uh, Kyle Kuzma, Montrezl Harrell, KCP. Um, so all of them get to, you know, see and play against LeBron again and all their former teammates. So there's going to be a lot of familiarity there. So it will be a packed house anytime the Lakers come to D.C. You know, there's a lot of bandwagon Lakers fans and phony Lakers fans, and then there's a lot of LeBron fans. So that game is going to be very, very packed. Um, They don't come to D.C. until March 19th, Um, so definitely schedule that one. That's going to be a good game to see. Russell Westbrook coming back to D.C. Scotty Brooks. Scott Brooks comes back to D.C. January 15th, 7 p.m. He is the assistant coach for the Portland Trail Blazers. You can see Damian Lillard Lillard as well, Um, Yusuf Nurkic, CJ McCollum. Uh, They got a good team. They're a first-round type of team. They're a good playoff team. Um, So, Scotty Brooks will be there. So, I don't know if he's going to get a standing ovation. Actually, I know what kind of ovation he is going to get from the fans. So, that will be funny to see Scott Brooks. And when they do announce the assistant coaches, uh, just to see what kind of reaction that Scott Brooks gets uh, when they come back to D.C., uh, when he comes back to D.C. And then this is for Wes Unsell Jr. um, with the Nuggets. We do play at the Nuggets on December 13th. And Denver, they love Wes Unsell Jr. So, he's definitely going to get a nice, warm, uh, ovation or response from the team uh when they announce his name you know he's he's really loved in denver nothing but glowing reviews from Nikola Jokic Jamal Murray Mike Malone um, their gm they nothing but love for for Wes Unsel Jr from the Denver organization um, so those are the games that i circled basically familiarity games and, and 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 um games from uh familiar faces for the washington wizards um so we do have a what what what, an interesting part of the schedule. we do have an eight game homestand and that's in January so we play OKC at home Orlando at home the Portland Trailblazers at home the Philadelphia Sixers at home uh the next the next day and then we play Brooklyn at home on a Wednesday and then on a Friday we play the Raptors at home then we play Boston at home and then the Los Angeles Clippers at home so all those games are, in my opinion, are winnable games. And the great thing about the Wizards this year is that we have a, we have a lot of depth. That's one thing I'll definitely say. We have a lot of depth. Um, we just have a deep team. Last year, we didn't really have a deep team. We we went with the three-guard lineup a lot. We have a lot of wings now. We went from having, you know, Isabanga Banga as our backup wing and, you know, Rui as a starter, Denny. And uh, we just didn't have a lot of wing. We didn't have a lot of 6'5", 6'6", 6'7", 6'8 guys that are three and D guys. We just didn't have it. Uh, Anthony Gill had to get playing time too. And uh, this year we have Kuz, we have Kisper, we have Davies Bertons, we have Rui, uh, KCP. Uh, we have a lot of guys that can plug and play and come in and contribute that are 6'5", 6'6", 6'7". You know, and right now it's kind of a long jam. So that's, that's one thing I, I like. You know, this year it's going to be an 82-game schedule. We have 13 back-to-backs. I think the most um, back-to-backs for a team this year is going to be 15. They try to limit the back, back-to-back. back They try to limit traveling. Because last year was more of a grueling season. Um, so there's going to be a lot of Eastern Conference games stacked up on each other. And then there's going to be a few Western Conference games stacked up on each other, but not as much as it was last year. They're trying to cut down on the traveling. But the stretch that I like is that home home stand in January. We play eight home games in a row. OKC at home, that's a game that I feel like we should win. I mean, OKC, they, they have a million first-round draft picks. And it looks like they're not trying to win anytime soon. Um, Orlando is a bottom-of-the-barrel team. But they have some good guys, um, Jalen Suggs, Cole Anthony. So, um, and then, of course, any time anytime you play the Brooklyn Nets, Kevin Durant coming back to D.C., uh, PG County Maryland guy, James Harden, Kyrie Irvin. And we've we we did, we've done pretty well against the Nets. Uh, we did pretty well against the Nets last year. So that will be interesting to see. And then Boston will be a good matchup. Jason Tatum, Bradley Bill. You know that story that they talk about every time, um, both of those guys being from St. Louis. Uh, the Clippers with Paul George at home. That's another winnable game, to be honest with you, with no uh, Kawhi Leonard. They still have a good roster. Reggie Jackson playing well. And uh, Paul George, is, is he's a beast. And they got some other guys that can definitely go and definitely play. Uh, Nicholas Batum. But without Kawhi Leonard, the, the Clippers are definitely going to go down in the Western Conference. They, they should still make the playoffs. But for them to be a, you know, two seed or one seed or three seed, I just don't see that happening without Kawhi Leonard being there for the whole season. So, it's gonna be tough for for the Clippers or for the majority of the season. It's gonna be kind of tough for the Clippers this year. Now the gauntlet, the toughest part of the season, honestly, you could you could debate really December because we do have six road games in a row. Then we we have a three game road trip in December, and then a six game road trip in December as well. So December's looking like a tough month, but March is pretty tough too. So we'll, we'll look at it here too. So March. You want to mark on your calendars. On the 9th, we play at the Clippers. And then on the 11th, we play at the Lakers. We have a back-to-back at Portland on uh, March. Uh, it's so hard to read the schedule. It's very, very – on a on a Saturday. So, on a Friday, we play at the Lakers. And then on a, on a Saturday, we play at Portland. And then on a Monday, we play at the Golden State Warriors. And then at home, we play the Denver Nuggets Basically, all playoff teams there. The Clippers are a playoff team. The Lakers are a playoff team. The Portland Trail Blazers are a playoff team. The Golden State Warriors um, on the road, that's a playoff team as well. Denver coming back at home, they're a playoff team as well. And then we play at the Knicks on that following Friday. And then at home against the Lakers on the 19th. So, March 18th and 19th, that's a back-to-back. We play at the Knicks, who are a playoff team. They're a grinded-out team with Tom Thibodeau. So, they're going to play hard. And then we play the Lakers – at home on the 19th. And, you know, the Lakers are, are going to be um, probably a championship caliber. They are a championship caliber team. There's going to be tough. Um, so I think that's a, that's a really tough stretch in March. Uh, Clippers, Lakers, Portland, Golden State, Denver, New York, then L.A. Uh, at home. So that, that's a tough stretch. Now, like I said, the easiest part is in January, we play all those home games, eight home games in a row. And then that toughest part is going to be in March where we have that road trip. Um, so I, I, I think honestly, it, this, the strength of the schedule, I don't think there's any, I think we're, we're, we're basically in the middle of the pack for the strength of the schedule. I don't, I, I'm not looking at the schedule saying, Oh my gosh, this is just such a hard schedule. It's a legitimate schedule. It's a tough schedule, but honestly, it's a middle of the pack schedule. I think it's a, I think it's you know, bleacher report. They have us going 41 and 41. I think that's doable. Um, I, I have us around 40 wins, 35 to 40 wins to be honest I think we're a playing team to be honest I don't think we're you know and we can I think our ceiling is a fourth or a fifth seed that's what it is I don't think we're capable of being a number one we're not better than the Bucks we're not better than the Nets we're not better than the really the Sixers at the moment depending on what happens with Ben Simmons the Hawks right now with Trey Young they kept their team together so I don't really see us being better than the Hawks to be honest with you so but I think we can we can we can compete with the Knicks the Bulls even though the Bulls did get better with DeMar DeRozan and Lonzo Ball and already have Zach Levine and Nicole Jokic Vucevic, um, they, got a, they got a good team. And uh, the Celtics, I don't think they really got much better, to be honest with you, picking up Schroeder, let, letting Kimball walk. I don't think – and then they let Evan Fournier go as well. Um, they got Josh Richardson in a trade. But I, I just don't see them really getting much better. But they are, they are a darn good team with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And um, the Pacers are good. You can't sleep on the Pacers. So um, the Eastern Conference is good. I Man, the Eastern Conference got better. So I don't I don't really think there's a super super easy part about the schedule to be honest with you, except for that January stretch. Um, so I I, I that's 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 the part where I think it's a little favorable to the Washington Wizards. Um, but yeah, we we do play. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, we do have another West Coast road trip from December thirteenth to the twenty third. We'll play in Denver, Sacramento, at Phoenix. Um, at Utah and um, at Brooklyn and, at, and then at New York. That's the Christmas uh, trip that I was talking about a little bit. Um, So once again, like I said, on on a Monday we'll play at the Denver Nuggets. At Wednesday we'll play at the Sacramento Kings. And then on a Thursday, so that's a back-to-back at Phoenix. And then Saturday we'll play at Utah. And then we come back home the following week. The following Tuesday we play at Brooklyn. And then on a Thursday we play at New York. So we do a New York trip. Um, a Broadway trip, basically, playing the uh, Brooklyn Nets and the New York Knicks. That part is a pretty tough stretch in December, too, because Phoenix is a playoff team. The Jazz are a playoff team. Can't sleep on the, on the Kings, uh, De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Hill, Harrison Barnes. They got a good team. So that that December stretch is pretty rough, too. There's a lot of road games in that December stretch, too. So um, the schedule is not easy at all, and it's it's not going to be easy. Like last year where we had a stretch where after the All-Star game where we played the Bucks. And a lot of good teams. And then after that, we kept playing OKC. We, put, we kept playing the Cavaliers. We kept playing bad teams back to back to back to back. And we just racked up on wins. And we took care of business. So um, personally, I'm excited for the schedule. A lot of the home games are going to be at 7 p.m. So keep that in mind, the start times. Um, towards the end of the year, they're going to be at 8 o'clock. So keep that in mind. I personally, I like 7 o'clock games better. The earlier, the better for me, honestly. Um I'm getting I'm starting to get a little old, so I like I like I like um I like I like um games that start at around seven o'clock. So let's quickly let's get into the let's get into the, the 2K stuff here. Um I'm not a person that likes to stir the pot and whatnot, but uh Bradley Bill's rating was an 89. And I think at most he should be like a 91, 92. So I, I wasn't too hyped up or worked over. I haven't played 2K in a long time. I used to be addicted to 2K back in like 2k 14 uh in college i used to play it every day we had 2k tournaments i actually won a 2k tournament as well we we used to have legit 2k tournaments i used to know all the nooks and crannies of the game and how to use the animations against you know if you're a real 2k guy they have certain animations like taking a charge crossovers animations and stuff like that it's, if you know the animations in 2k you can really cheat the system and beat somebody like a lot you can be really good at 2k I used to play 2k online all the time and I think I only lost like one time, honestly, like one year. I played like 30 some games. I only lost one time. I had a really good two K record. But all that aside, Bradley Bill's an eighty nine. And then uh I'll I'll read the tram skip here. Basically from the Kamaya Bill and the Ronnie Ronnie two K uh beef. The, the guy Ronnie two K, he's affiliate he's affiliated with two K. I don't know if he I don't he's actually he's not the guy that makes the ratings. So when Kamaya Bill was um, having the confrontation with Ronnie 2K, that was the wrong person to go at because uh, he has nothing to do with the uh, ratings, to be honest with you. But uh, he's 89. Trey Young is at 89. There's some other guys. I'll, I'll read off some other guys. They're 2K ratings if anybody cares. You know, I know some people don't care because some people don't even play 2K. They don't even play video games. But this is the off season for you guys. And Bradley Bill, he did tweet. He quoted the tweet where he was an 89 uh, with him, like, rubbing his head, you know, basically when, they, when we were losing a lot. And uh like towards the beginning of the season, he was very frustrated with the towel on his face. That's that's how he quoted and tweeted it. So um James Harden's a ninety-four, Damian Lillard is a ninety ninety-four, Jason Tatum is a ninety as well, Zion Williams is a eighty nine, Trey Young is an eighty nine, Bradley Bill is a eighty nine, Rudy Gobert is a eighty eight, Chris Middleton is a eighty eight, Zach Levine is a eighty-seven, just to get, just to give you guys Jamal Murray's a eighty-five, um, Ben Simmons is a eighty-four, just to give you guys some substance, just to compare against other players. LaMelo ball is eighty-four. Spencer Dinwiddie is an 82 as well, um, if you guys didn't know. Um, and I think the Washington Wizards overall as a team, they're ranked 82. LeBron James is a 96. Kevin Durant is a 96. Giannis is 96. Steph Curry is 96. Kawhi Leonard is 95. Jokic is 95 overall. Joel B is 95. Luka Doncic is 94. James Harden is a 94 overall a- as well. So Bradley Bill is rated worse than Damian Lillard. He's rated worse than Jason Tatum. And he's tied with Trey Young, Zion Williamson. So he's better than Trey Young at the moment. He's better than Zion Williamson, of course. Uh, Russell Westbrook came in at an eighty-five. I thought that was—I thought that was really bad out of all the grades. I think Russell Westbrook was definitely better than eighty-five uh, for sure. But before we head out here, let's get into—I um, guess—some of the beef here. It was just a random beef here. Um, Kamaya Bill did not like what she saw at all, and she chimed him. She said, "Ronnie two K at Ronnie two K is a whole joke at this point." And then Ronnie2K quoted the tweet and said, "Oh boy, we have the wife upset too. That's real love. I appreciate that." And then uh, Ronnie2K also um, deleted a tweet. Um, but he asked, and then Ronnie2K goes on to say, "Hope everyone is having the best weekend, except Brad Bill's wife." Wow that that was <laughs> that was super uh, uncalled for. So Ronnie2K just wakes up and tweets that. Uh, so things escalated very quickly. And then she went on to say, dogs bark, dog, ducks quack, so don't be so surprised when clowns do clown stuff, um, S-word, but at least I have the courage to stand on my own two feet at me next time. These are some very choice words from uh, Kamaya Bill. That was deleted quickly. So Ronnie 2K deleted the tweet before Kamaya Bill um, saw the tweet, and she had some choice words to say about Ronnie 2K. And um, then she said, darn, 50,000 feet in the air, knocked out, missing all the action laughing emoji, wake up to text messages and deleted tweets. Anywho, anywho, I hope everyone is having an amazing weekend, even you, at Ronnie2k. So that's the beef right there. Honestly, I'm not going to get too much into it, but um, that's that's just what it is right there. And, um, you know, it was pretty hilarious. I mean, I, I I you know, I, I don't play 2K, so I'm not going to get much into it. I just want Bradley Bill to focus on what's really important, the games on the court, which he is. He's working out, working hard. We know he's gonna focus on that. But Kamaya Bill, she goes to bat for Bradley Bill every game. And if some if she sees something that she does not like, she will say it. If he gets snuffed from the All Star game or on NBA, she's always the first one to tweet something out and say something. So um she she's the MVP. She really is. She she fights hard for Bradley Bill for sure. Um she definitely is a keeper. Um so yeah, also I forgot to say the schedule, the team will also appear on NBA TV four times October twenty fifth at Brooklyn. Uh, december twenty eighth at Miami they will be on NBA TV and March eleventh at the Lakers. they will be on NBA TV and April eighth versus the New York Knicks. They will be on NBA TV as well. So if you don't have League pass or NBC sports network, um those are some four games that you can see uh, pretty easily on NBA TV and then we do have the nationally televised two nationally televised games. and we can always get flexed into a nationally televised game. We got flexed into a nationally televised game as well. So you guys let me know what you guys think on the schedule, you can definitely. Um leave a five-star rating and um let me know how you feel about the schedule or at me on Twitter at E D T Triple Um you can DM me at me on Twitter. Uh the Locked on Wizards account right now is down. Um so that's how you communicate that's how you have to communicate with me um for anything about locked on wizards. If you wanna I'm I am having a mailbag episode this week. So um please send in your questions. Still taking questions for that. I might have to do a part one and a part two. I know you guys have a lot of questions. A lot of things went on this off season. So definitely um, submit your questions. Make sure you guys leave a five-star rating down below. Um, Leave a review and you can leave a question while you're doing the review for the mailbag as well. So that can be, you know, killing two birds with one stone. Um, So, yeah, that's all that's going on right now with the off season. Uh, We'll see if Tommy Shepard makes some more moves. Um, I'm hearing that the Grizzlies um, would trade Dylan Brooks for the right price. Might talk about that later on. And, um, you know, that's about it. A lot of all season talk and a lot of off-season stuff here and uh, the schedule coming out. So, once again, you guys let me know what you guys think about the schedule. And this episode is brought to you by Locked On Today. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, make sure you guys follow me on Twitter at EDTFFLA.com double team make sure you subscribe to lot on wizards as well for um updates we are doing three days a week now until the um training camp starts in uh september 28th and i do um there are some preseason games this year there are some preseason games i do want to talk about the preseason games uh, later on this week i'll talk about that in the schedule uh, on the next episode as well you guys have a great day peace